Excellent. Hi, Gia. Hey. Hi, Jamie. What's up? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you doing over there? Good, good. Just chilling. It's a few hour difference, so it's late here. What time is it there? Around four o'clock. Okay. It's ten past. It's a lazy Sunday. Juliet's in Vancouver, Canada. I am uh-huh. in Dublin, Ireland, ten past twelve. Um, yeah, it's funny. It's funny how we're siblings. We are siblings. No, it's funny, Juliet. Like I notice, like when I'm doing the podcast at different times, I get different energies out of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, like. Or even you and I might be in different energies right now because you're in the daytime and I'm in the evening. But there is a different energy. In yeah, usually I'm quite busy around this time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but today you have a bit of time. Generally just, yeah, I made time for this. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Well, yeah, you and I were talking about the podcast recently and we were talking about just different things that had our, had our interest and you brought up flow state. And so I asked you if you'd like to come on and talk about that a bit more. Uh, obviously your more recent uh, background you know what you studied in your job is kind of yeah it's like about child psychology isn't it well my background is in like I studied psychology and that's always where my interest has laid but um, I guess this isn't really in the field that I'm currently working with which is like field uh, psychology and working with children with autism but Mm -hmm. it all derives from psychology um do you want a definition <laughs> of flow state the, or yeah the flow state yeah well i'm yeah. curious like what brought it up recently for you like do you remember studying in college and is there a like a more technical psychological understanding of it that you may have discovered in college that is different to maybe how you have personally found it in recent times or is it the same thing um well I remember first learning it, um, which was like my favorite module in psychology, because I think going into psychology, you expect certain things you're going to learn and not all of that is what you expect. A lot of it's history and hearing about all these white men in history and like, you know, how it derived, you know? Yeah. But um, I really like the flow and the z- like, you can either call it the zone or the flow. And um, because I could relate to it a lot and it just seemed like, the area of positive psychology was an area that I could see myself working in in some way or form. Um, basically, the flow, well, the flow is a mental state that you're like the individual feels fully immersed in whatever activity they're doing. That's like mm. the official definition. Okay. Um, but you're so asking it's why. To- total focus to what you're doing. Yeah, I guess it relates to mindfulness. It's like being. Like, I suppose everyone has their own sort of religion or beliefs, but for me, like, when I'm in that flow state is when I feel, like, most connected to the world, to God, to the universe. It's when I feel most beautiful and most confident in myself, like, and it's it's not always difficult. I mean, it's not always easy to get into that state. Um, some days are easier than others, but um, I guess what I'm really, like, passionate about is that, like, you I think people believe that like there's certain things that they're good at and these are the things they're good at and they get those happy feelings from but um 
what I've noticed in adulthood is that like there's so many things you can do that you necessarily aren't like they wouldn't particularly be like what you're good at but you can really enjoy them and you can get amazing feelings oh, from yeah. doing it um, as you know with like painting mm-hmm. like that's something that's always been your forte like drawing and painting but since I came to Vancouver I've been doing a lot of painting and yeah I've been loving it <laughs> you know yeah it was so cool yeah. seeing you do it um, over the last year or two seeing uh, some of your art pieces because I guess I don't know you always may have sketched but it was never really your thing so it was, yeah. it was cool to see you passionate about it and it was cool because I mean that was my thing for like every day of my life hours just drawing into books it gave me so much joy and I and I think now kind of understanding myself a bit better through a year of counselling and my own fascination with psychology I think I got like bottled down or boxed in to like oh Jamie's the art guy and then I had to be that person and then when I felt like I wasn't I don't know it's like when you hear about obviously I wasn't like super talented but like you know when you hear about like you were. no but like I'm not trying to compare myself to this example I'm about to give but you know when you hear about like super talented like pianists that had been playing since they were young and their parents met them do it and they were super gifted and really amazing but they just didn't have that passion because they felt like they had to do it rather than loving it for that's the problem though that's that where... is the problem you know it's like the movie I didn't pick so... up a pencil for years like because of that I've only been doing this recently so the yeah. Disney uh, yeah like I really love the meaning behind that because like obviously his passion and his skills lie with playing the piano oh no playing the saxophone wasn't it saxophone uh no piano yeah piano yeah and like but at the end he realized that like there were so many moments in between all those like piano or like playing he always wanted to play for with a particular jazz band but he realized like his life was made up of so many little moments of happiness like even as simple as just like looking at a tree or listening to music or smiling at someone and I know it's cliche but it's also true you know um it is true I think I think it's it's beautiful if you find your thing but I don't think it has to define you it can still be a thing you do and you can find many other things that are maybe not as enjoyable but also enjoyable that aren't your life's purpose or your life's goal just it's just living yeah i think so many people limit themselves like throughout their life and i feel like that's such a shame because one of the most beautiful things in life is being able to try out different things and open yourself to new experiences Mm -hmm. but like there's so much ego involved as well with like oh i'm juliet and i only play whatever you know like that's what i've been told my whole life i'm good at but um, and yeah. sometimes it's not even what other people say. There's another big thing I've really untangled with myself. It's like, what's the story that without my conscious awareness is constantly being played in the back of my head about myself that no one yeah. may have even put into me or, or intended to Ooh, or whatever? Freud would argue that. <laughs> Freud would probably say there's some like childhood trauma or something in there <laughs> well i think he is kind of right isn't he like you're so sensitive to everything as a kid that that everything almost becomes trauma even if your parents and your upbringing even with the best perfect, childhood yeah it kind of yeah but then what does that mean so everyone's like a little bit fucked up okay well humans are all like animals a bit delicate like and delicate very the delicate is, the yeah. only the only species that like needs to be protected for like 
sometimes up to 15 years you know what I mean can't be left alone or at least yeah. at least the first few years is just defenseless a horse can walk within one minute <laughs> yeah sorry go on. we have so much like emotional needs and like not just physical and like it's beyond the basic needs that humans need but suppose if you go to other cultures where people's basic needs aren't being met they're actually mm-hmm. usually more happy because they're like you know they're more versatile less... in other ways yeah they have to grow up quicker yeah, yeah. you said and i'm not going to just pigeonhole you to this this one description <laughs> but you, you did say um the flow state or what was your other word for the zone the zone <clears throat> that is a form of mindfulness and, and almost like the focusing on one task and that's definitely one root and one translation to it well one... it, that's the definition oh that's the it. okay that's the psychological yeah. definition I was giving you a little definition there because the only thing I'd argue with that is I have found myself in the flow state when I'm not focusing um, how do I say this actually this is it getting out of your head getting out of your head seems difficult but if you direct it towards your body then it's not like i need to get out of my head it's i need to get into my body and how do you get into your body you know you could do some exercise you could do some breathing i guess meditate you could literally be aware that you're kind of like all in your head and like all the noise and all the thoughts and all the whatever and try and bring the energy down and you know, become more grounded and feel your body. Um, s- some of those do sound like I'm saying to focus on different parts, but I would also describe it as just letting go. Like yeah. The letting go of thoughts, the letting go of thinking, and yeah. But what are you doing? You're you're letting go of those by maybe focusing on walking or focusing on your meditation. That's that's kind of getting into that zone because. You're not in your head. True. I guess. Um, what was my main flow state? I'm trying to think when in my life. A lot of times it was the shower. But again, <laughs> yeah, something about the shower. I would go to the shower and ideas would always just come to me. This happened for years from like. A cold shower or a hot shower? Uh, I'd say. The ocean I, is mine. The cold ocean. Well, I'd say since I've done cold showers I don't get this as much um, don't get me wrong yeah there's something very comforting of a hot shower and washing away I definitely get present by doing cold showers because you instantly get out of your head but th- I'm not necessarily talking about that I don't even know if that's called flow state that would be just presence but I wouldn't call it flow state flow state to me almost seems like when you're just open you're kind of channeling and you're not thinking too much and you're just enjoying the moment and yeah, yeah additionally very present but yeah whenever I would shower when I was younger I would just have ideas just thrown at me I would be so creative and it was because I was just I don't know I was in a place where no distractions no distractions something about the cubicle of a shower helped me it was like my thoughts could be contained and the outside world doesn't exist and I'm just whatever cleaning my body and whistling and not really thinking about anything but end up almost like daydreaming about amazing stuff and come out with loads of ideas it'd be the most inspiring <laughs> 10 minutes ever just to go into the yeah. shower and another thing we do have a pretty good shower now at home we do have a nice one but I, I don't <laughs> uh, 
it's it's too open it's not condensed yet you know i need that kind of um so can i ask you my shower over here isn't great isn't it no yeah but anyway yeah what Wait, is it like a shower in a bath kind of situation yeah and it's like there's like a there's no window in our bathroom so it's like it's steamy um you feel yeah yeah some spiders come in and feel like <laughs> oh jesus are they dang- they're, yeah. not, they're not dangerous in Canada, are they? They don't have mad nah. animals. Nah. Do we do with bears? Oh, that's anyway, right. Oh, I've seen footage of people like <laughs> fighting for their trash back from a bear in Canada. Um, okay, so what what would be your flow state? What would be your main go to? So like, there's so many for me, and like I feel like at different stages of my life, or like just what I'm. I think part of it is just like not forcing stuff and feeling what you want to do and what feels good for you at the moment I'm really enjoying just I live like 10 minutes from the ocean even maybe seven minutes so I just like put on my swimming togs and like just leave and go down the hill and when I'm in the ocean is when I feel like that cold water the high you get from the ocean and then like straight after well while I'm in the water it's just amazing you feel so proud of yourself for like pushing your body through those limits and you just have like the view of the mountains and the sky and it's beautiful but then when I come out for like the rest of the day I'm just like I'm a lot more out of my mind and just going with my instincts because I've done such like an exhilarating thing um well I say that's my top one at the moment and then like dancing has always been up there for me but um it's kind of hard with dancing because you don't your body doesn't always feel like dancing and you don't always get to that feeling but when you do it's amazing because dancing is one of my favorite things to do and then i guess painting skateboarding um just listening to music going on a walk all those stuff like there's so much but like i guess they're my main stuff they sound like really good mindfulness practices yeah. and really good ways of being yeah just mindful and being present i hear a lot of like presence there but it's funny i wouldn't necessarily call that the flow state i i feel like to be in the flow state is when i don't this is just my understanding of it based on the downloads i've got you know at certain points in my life when i was open to it like i almost consider the flow state to be a form of channeling uh, like you could be dancing and really be enjoying it being mindful but then you could be in the flow state where you're listening to music and you're not thinking about what move you're doing next you know those are two different things yeah that's like and, yeah. and one is definitely presence and it's definitely enjoyment and it's definitely a good practice but then the other one something happens where you're not thinking your brain and body's one and you're just like surfing a wave just I guess that's the whole point you're flowing yeah that's why I say you don't always get into that, even yes, doing those yes. activities. Because especially if you're forcing it and you're uh, like, Oh of course. I'm gonna do but this then, because I wanna feel happy. But, but that pro- that's that's again yeah. that's so that's the point. Like how how do people get to flow state? It's almost hard to describe because you can't really like mentally think it. It's almost like something you have to feel or let go. Like you're saying there, you'll dance all the time because you know it's good, you know you enjoy it and and sometimes you know it's a good mindful practice but you may not always reach flow state so how how yeah. can you teach flow state if you can't always get to it? it's like that's what i'm saying it's a catch-22 that's why i find that i really try and like 
listen to my instincts like especially as an adult and like working full-time you don't have as much time to do like the stuff you're like your activities that you're interested in so like what I really I used to try and push in like loads of stuff that I love to do at the weekend or during the evenings whereas now I like wake up and I like meditate or do some yoga and I listen to like what does my body feel that it needs to do today what what's the weather like do I want to be outside do I you know like whereas before I used to just like okay I have a day off dance but I didn't feel like dancing you know so I'm not enjoying yeah, it. yeah so yeah. it's but that's one of the things a lot of this um wait sorry the zone and the flow before you move on that's a, that's such a good point as well isn't it because a lot of people want to look after themselves want to eat well want to want to move want to dance and they know that's better than just sitting around eating shy but their attitude towards this kind of forcing it on you like you're not enough like you have all this time you got to fill it up like that's almost kind of cruelty in its own way so that's yeah, amazing that you've, you got to push yourself a little of bit, course but, of course yeah but to like be beating yourself up while you're doing it, it it becomes so messy and i think we've all fallen into that at times you know sometimes over 2020 yeah. i want to be busy i don't want to just because i have nothing to do because i can't go anywhere i can't go beyond 2k i can't meet up with anyone i can't i don't have work do you know what i mean there's all this free time so you're like i gotta fill it with something but it's also like just chill take a day off you know yeah or evolve and actually listen to your body and be super in tune with it um, were you about to explain how you do that um well i was just gonna say that um in the topic of like zone and flow oh, yeah. like that it's used a lot in um, sports psychology and there's like actual psychologists who like sports teams or like even an athlete they hire to help the athlete get into that flow or zone because when they're there they're not thinking as much to be able they're able to perform to their optimal level um like it's commonly used in sports psychology um it's big practice mm. yeah that's just kind of more the how it's actually used rather than just like talked about and have you ever read on any of that like how they do that um yeah i remember like it was in secondary psychology so i wouldn't be able to replay everything mm -hmm. of it but um trying to think because we did like coaching psychology near the end as well oh, and how they got them to this state i remember there was a lot of um visualization before the game to like manifestation okay. as well and like imagining and also get the body prepared for that feeling how it would feel and... yeah and preparation before it like you know taking your time um before the game and like getting it maybe doing some uh, meditation yeah, I suppose it's it's very tied to mindfulness and like, yeah, being present. Okay. I was yeah. going to ask you at the start of this, if you were, um, up for talking about it, why you got into psychology? Because I, I, that was the first thing that once I left secondary school that happened to me. I just got, I was like, oh my god, no one's teaching me, no one's forcing me to learn anything for the first time, and all of a sudden I had this very independent urge for um, educating myself and I spent that whole summer just reading up about psychology um, I didn't follow that but you did and I'm just curious I don't think I've ever asked you why psychology I think as humans in general we're always interested in our mind Not and like understanding well <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think for me like you know 
that like as a kid I was quite like and even up to teenager I could be quite anxious and like I was always just like in this like automatic flight or flight a lot of times and I don't know I guess I wanted to one way I was just really interested in like um, working with people and like psychology is you're working with people you're understanding the mind and also my own interest in understanding my mind more and people around me more Um, and yeah I don't know I feel like it's a bit like I tried it out in an arts degree and I like knew from the moment when I compared it to the other subjects that I really enjoyed it I just think it's such an interesting science um, it's just very relatable you know and they always say study something that you find interesting rather than something you think is going to get you a certain kind of yeah. job you know yeah they, they joke about it's like anyone who studies psychology yeah. still like working at McDonald's or something really? <laughs> I remember someone said what? that to me when I was working Shh. in the Chinese uh, but it's not like studying I mean, I'm sure it's a, a tough enough degree. I'm not, I'm not understating that, but I'm sure there's plenty of jobs out there. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very tough degree, like any other degree. But um, the fact is, a lot you have to do a master's to be to do clinical psychology if you want to be a counselor, with a, which a lot of people do want to do. Personally, at this point in my life, I don't want to do that. So, um that's why a lot of people don't go on to do masters because they just can't afford it don't want to do it so you're not technically a psychologist uh, as um, a profession mm-hmm. but you've studied psychology and you can go into other realms okay but just not yeah that makes sense yeah yeah there's yeah. a few yeah um, if you're going to be dealing with people with severe mental illnesses you need to go on and study more you yeah. know you can't just do a three-year degree God, of yeah and yeah you need to specialize Specialize. Um, Specialize. There's a huge fusion, I think, especially the last two years. Of, huh? I was just copying your sound. What? What did I do? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just taking a big inhale, you know, trying to get that. Let's do. Let's do it together. Let's take a deep. Yeah, deep I, I love doing that now. It helps you slow down your sentence. Slow, yes, I, I try to do it, especially yeah. when I'm doing the podcast. Because I, mean, like, I might have like, twenty thoughts oh, at once. Oh, but if you if if you want a new um, this is new research used for kids in psychology that I currently do um in sessions with um an occupational therapist taught me this. So you do this is supposed to go straight to your nervous system, and they found it's even better. So you do two two deep two inhales quick and then one big exhale so you go (sighs) yeah (laughs) all right so go wait you go straight to your central nervous system so it's like a it it relaxes the stress of your body instantly yeah it's supposed to be way more effective than normal double inhale because i don't know yeah Make your stomach nice and big and hold it. And then release. Ah. Lovely. Very nice. I've definitely felt moments of mindfulness and you could call it flow state, but I've also experienced moments of channeling something where it seems like I'm not even responsible for the idea. You know? Like I would get ideas for movies or I'd get I ideas for 
songs, whatever it was, you know. And it, it was just obviously the creative part of my mind being exercised or be given or being given the space to stretch out, let's say, because I wasn't thinking about other things. Like, uh, do you know if that's considered more of a flow state than being deeply focused on one thing? So can you extend on that idea just a yeah. bit more so I get understand a well, bit more? Sorry, what do you mean? Uh, what do you want to know? So give me an example. So yeah, when I was in the shower or when um, sometimes, I guess, before bed, which would probably make sense because my brain's like starting to shut down, I would... I would get an idea that would seem to come out of nowhere that was just such an incredible idea and it would only be in these moments of kind of solitude um, when everything's kind of quiet around me when I'm alone I would just feel like I was channeling something that I, I didn't even so so for me personally I've always considered that that's the flow state I'm like fl- in such an open vessel yeah. that something's coming through me yeah i would agree or maybe i'm just quieting my mind and so things are coming to the surface yeah i think you're just allowing yourself you're not distracted by other stuff so you are kind of in more of a flow state because you're just allowing creative thoughts to enter your head you're more present you're not distracted by like food tv other things and that, that i consider that flow like as an example it's just like if you're listening to music and coming up with ideas or just looking at, at the window and like um i always get that when i'm going to work is when i'm listening to music and all these like creative ideas come to my head and a lot of times i don't actually use them but i love just like creating those ideas well that's yeah I, that's good too though as well because if you try to yeah. make something out of it all and you're like i need to write everything down you might try and like overwork it rather than just allow it to come to you and just flow through you and you don't have to flow yeah exactly you, you don't have to like catch them like they're fleeting butterflies that will never come again yeah because i've yeah. also experienced that with, with, with creative ideas and they're not all that great you know and well that too but 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 you have to call them beautiful you have to like enjoy them all yeah that's what i find like because the more you kind of work through the shit of like a tap eventually it just pours open and the water keeps coming out and i think when people say they're not creative they are maybe a little bit tough on themselves a little bit critical and actually aren't loving just every idea that comes out of them and i'm not saying go towards every idea and you have to act on it but i am saying kind of accept them and let them pour out and eventually you'll have incredible very unique creative ideas come to you yeah I think some people are just more receptive to those mm-hmm. ideas. Like obviously there is different types of minds. Some people, there's some people who create more ideas or are just naturally more creative. But I do definitely believe we all have like some sort of creative mind or artsy. We're all artsy in our own ways, you know. Just certain yeah. people choose to open themselves more to it. What What has you curious about flow state again? Is there something in particular at the moment? that has you into it and are you are you are you dancing and stuff anyway and noticing oh i'm happy because i'm in flow state i think in general like in life i've always had like a bit of like those activities but i've never or like those interests that brought me to flow state or whatever but i've never like properly explored them or like actually put more time and energy into like exploring that and just following my gut with those kind of feelings Whereas an, as an adult slash late teen, I like 
went into those feelings more and started just investing more time and energy into those feelings um, and just like spending time by myself and doing that kind of stuff that I love to do um, and then, I don't know I just think it's some of my happiest memories in life have been in like like in the flow state because usually you get that feeling when you're really happy and you're present so I don't know I feel like if I'm an old when I'm an old lady please god that I'll look back at like all those happy memories where I was like in the ocean or dancing or like skateboarding I don't know all those just seem like top moments but like obviously there's gonna be a lot more but I don't know it's hard to explain yeah and by like even by being more present in those moments yeah it's like you actually absorb more of it and not just for that moment but almost to go back to like a time traveling book in your head like like you said imagining when you're older and you're looking back through certain memories you actually almost have more connection to the ones where you became more present if you think about it anything that was like such a surprise uh, incredible life-changing positive moment in your life always stands out very vividly why because it's so different it's so rare it's so unique to anything else you've experienced that you become present the same when anything traumatic or shocking or horrible or horrendous it kind of wakes you up out of your dream and you're just so present in where you are our body and our mind hold on to those you know it's it's very receptive to those memories i feel yeah Yeah. and so i i wonder if we were to practice more mindfulness and presence with just everyday things would we have more kind of memories to vividly go through in our head oh yes oh yeah yeah, I believe yeah. so. And journaling it as well. Journaling that's, it would probably help, That's my favourite yeah. thing to do at the moment. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean, like daily journaling? Yeah. No, 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 not daily. Again, feeling it when I feel it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. A little bit off topic, but yeah. No, I don't think it is, because uh, like by journaling, you're letting out a lot of your thoughts and you're also getting to kind of review how you're thinking and what's happening in your life and probably you know no it makes perfect sense it's it's in a way it's probably making you very present to your own life and your own story very engaged yeah what do i, what do I say flow state maybe helps you towards it um, and yeah. if people wanted to enter flow state right now without doing their favorite thing what do you think would be the best way to do that Take some deep breaths and start to, you don't necessarily have to meditate, just like start to acknowledge all the sounds around you, like just to be aware of everything that's around you in this room that you're currently in, to look down at your hands and just like be grateful for how much your hands do. yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but I guess just no, I like that was perfect. yeah, just um, I feel like just being aware of your body and your surroundings, listening to your surroundings, being present in your body. Um, I think as as humans, we just go about our day so busy that like we choose not to be aware and we choose not to just like go into our body, but like. One of the most loving acts you can do to your body and mind is just be still and just be aware. And I feel like 
if you're having a busy work day and you're having a shit day but if you just take a second to just like read realize all your bodily functionings are working at this moment and like I don't know I feel like I get these moments where I'm like I look around the room and I like see something that I haven't noticed or look out and I see like a little kid passing by and they just look so happy and I'm like (laughs) you just have this like out of world experience it's yeah yeah, but those are also just little simple things that you're saying, which is be- which is perfect for my yeah. point and, and beautiful, because you know I don't pe- I don't think people should just seek to have these moments in their passions. You know, for example, I've been big into running recently, and there's this whole thing with runners where you know people start running to get fit, and and and, and especially if they were kind of coming from a lifestyle where they weren't looking after themselves, they could get addicted to running and then kind of overdo it. And it's like, it almost doesn't make sense because you think they're getting fitter and healthier, but they almost get too harsh and destroy, destroy their bodies kind of by, do you know what I'm saying? By overrunning or being over hard on their joints and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, but how does that relate? I guess it's not always the thing you're doing, but what energy you're putting into it. I yeah, guess that's definitely. my point. So you could look out the window and see a kid and, and find a path to joy. Um, you know, I'm not saying, smile, just be happy. Yeah. Don't be depressed. Look out the window. There's kids, just trees. You know, obviously that's easier said than done. But if, if you try to quiet the mind, you couldn't find this place of peace everywhere waiting for you. To go back on something you said, why do you think we're afraid to become present? This is something that kind of shocked me a thought that I had recently a few days ago I became very present to my surroundings I don't know I was just in my room and I felt very present and I kind of followed that feeling until everything became so real like you said that it was actually otherworldly and then it was a little bit scary and then I reverted back to doing stuff or or being in my head why why do people kind of like why do all humans really when you think about it why do we all we seek that feeling but we also shy away from it why are we more comfortable in the rat race in our head of just like tots 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 like that doesn't make sense because you have to face what you've been ignoring those like Mm. unconscious thoughts and the things that you've been ignoring to do the reality of situations you know we're just we just love things that distract us and like i'm guilty of this all the time you know like we all do watching a movie eating another snack and ah. <laughs> that's allowed i know what you mean but yeah. yeah just like when you're breaking it down obviously it's allowed it's but yeah i think just it takes a lot of um brain power and just like letting go to just lie down and like just lie down sit down and just be present with yourself and like not think of anything else and to truly just relax and be there with yourself and i don't know i feel like when you're you know if you make it to a much older age a lot a lot of your time is going to be spending just with yourself like not having a lot of distractions as you know with like our our grandmother meme she's a perfect example of someone who was able to be so present in her body and be okay with that and 
that's like my goal like obviously i would love for that to happen sooner and like it's a it's a muscle you you can work on in your brain but um just to be able to sit within yourself and yeah just be happy no matter the situation well (laughs) obviously you can't always be happy but just to i suppose be calm within yourself Mm -hmm. i think that's a really good point because i think actually you know like everyone's searching for this feeling of home but it's really kind of always inside you it's never really anything outside yeah and i think like when you see people that are present you know maybe i'm being a bit cheesy with this analogy but they just look like they're home but they haven't gone anywhere it's just a feeling so you could stick um our grandmother anywhere with family and she'd be happy Yeah. yeah yeah very very calming in the moment for sure yeah great brain brain power all right well thanks for talking to me Gia. Um, no props you know it's funny we recorded something like two years ago or before you went to canada <laughs> we were i don't know we just chatted i never did anything with it yeah but, it, but it's uh no it's nice to, to chat to you about this and and if you're up for doing it again we could talk about other subjects psychology yeah. or I wanted to do something like this. Um, I feel like I have a lot of just things I would like to share and talk about. And um, I have talked about like doing like a YouTube or something like that. But then I was like, uh, do I really want to go down that? But I don't know. I've really enjoyed this just talking about like topics. I love just having conversations, especially around psychology, um, where we can just share opinions. And like, I love hearing opposite opinions as well. Like even if it's not on the same line um, it's just interesting most <laughs> well, of the time, lo- most of the you time. Love, you love this then a guy yeah. emailed to me about coming onto the podcast to talk about flat earth oh okay uh, there you go there's, there's opposing <laughs> opinions I don't yeah. know if he, I still, don't know is he still. present he's definitely following some type of passion but yeah anyway yeah. Uh, thanks yeah. thanks for giving yeah, me some of your time catching up with you alright all the best see ya same to you find that flow state everybody